it's time to get far out with Todd Perry. Hey, sir, it's Todd. Hey, how you doing? How you feeling? Buck Perez. I just rubbed one out. <laughs> just rubbed it out. And then it came back. And I'm your announcer, Aaliyah Dega. I'm not gonna fucking hang out with the fucking voicemail box. I'm gonna move on and drunk dial some other asshole. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry and to the right of me is the great fantastic Buck Perez. Hey Todd, how we doing? Doing great and once again, Elliot Dagan, announcer Elliot hanging out with the crew. Yeah. Here again. Nice having you here. So, without further ado, um, I was sent this voicemail uh, of a buddy of mine sent this to me. And you answered it? <laughs> right, yeah. Todd, that is odd. As we were talking about it on the, on, uh, the last show, Unless this show airs first. <laughs> so we're talking about the last show. People aren't responding to voicemails. Or, or just mine. Maybe it's just me, Tom. Just Buck. Could just be Buck. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if anybody... I, I, I'm certainly guilty of this, of, of doing a drunk dial on occasion. Um, but this really takes the taco, as they say. So um, we're going to listen to this and uh, break down the game film. This is a, uh, a uh, drunken voicemail. And we know this guy's drunk. Oh, oh yeah, what's up, yo? Uh, yeah, last night was amazing, yeah. But um, I just have to confess that, yo, um, that your sister is keep on hollering at me, and then some shit went down the other night, and uh, we kind of, like, I fucked her. Nice. You know what I'm saying, though? But it's crazy, though, but I still love you, though, and... And I, I, I want to make it up to you, but yo, it's not my fault. Your sister would keep on slashing the street on my face. What do you want? And, I just, your sister got some big ass titties, so I, yeah. she got some big ass titties. It's a very How come you don't got big ass titties? Yeah, why not? Damn, That's a that is an excellent and question. I, I, I squeezed them shit, so. But yo, it's all good. I'm going to come to sure. tonight and so keep it. that shit ready. I'll bring some champagne. Champagne from a campaign. <laughs> nice. I'm just wondering if I don't think this would work with with my fiance. I, I don't think that voicemail would work. Uh, you yeah. know, something tells me. Well, you know, honesty is the cornerstone of every relationship. Exactly. He's it's true. He's just communicating his feelings and. and Asking some valid questions. Why aren't your titties as big as your sister's? You know, she just keeps flaunting them titties. Keeps and slapping them or slapping. slashing or whatever he was something. saying. Yeah, something, something in his face. In his face yes. Let's go back real quick and make sure. How are you? How are you? Now, I want to make it up to you, but yo, it's not my fault. Your sister would keep on slashing the street on my face. It is slashing. It's slashing. It l- Maybe it was very cold and those nipples were very hard. Hard enough to cut glass? <laughs> what is uh, what is slashing in hockey? What, what, what kind of move is that? Is that just kind of a vert move? I just see it as that. Like he, she's slashing with the tits. Uh, I think that's when they just hit the puck as hard exactly. as fuck. Yeah. I think she's hitting him hard as fuck with the tits. Yeah, he's got like probably some marks, <laughs> yeah. maybe a couple of cuts on she's his face. She would have known. She's <laughs> yeah. got these, you know, she's got these titty like cuts. <laughs> she's like. Well, Excuse me, I see a bruise on your face. What is that? Is that a titty bruise? And maybe, like, maybe she knows her sister very well and knows that's, like, the fucking thing she does. Like, yeah. that might be her go-to move. That's her son. Well, she may have asked herself at at some point, why does my sister have big-ass titties and I don't? Well, that's a valid 
valid question. Well, let's let's let's, let's check him asking that again. Are you sure he's drunk? Because he doesn't sound drunk. Yeah, this is just I mean, a sober just, dial. Yes, he sounds very intelligent for one. Very honest. You know. Yeah. It's hard to find. You know. Yeah. Guys to express their emotion. It's very, very rough for us. So. Yeah, to find a good, honest man like that. <laughs> he's just expressing And, and he makes it up. He's going to bring over a bottle of champagne, <laughs> champagne. the next day. Right. That, that's very important. So, wait, wait. I love this. I love this. <laughs> he's envisioning. How come you don't got big ass titties? Yeah, big ass titties. How come you don't got big ass titties? Damn, yeah, what the fuck? That's me, man. I, 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 like, why doesn't she have big ass titties? <laughs> He's perplexed. It's, it's just, it is distracting. I mean, we can all honestly say that. Oh, yeah, when a woman has big ass titties? It's distracting. Yeah, you know, the other day I sent out a post on Twitter. And if you guys aren't following me on Twitter, you should. It's at Todd A. Perry, Todd with one D. And I... I made a motion, which I think is backed up by this vo- voicemail, and I, it was something along the lines of this, if psychologists did some kind of test of ass men versus boob men, they'd probably find that boob men were, were more trustworthy than ass men. Well, I, obviously not. Well, like, then again, no. maybe, maybe I'm wrong because he did come clean. Yeah, he was an honest soul yeah, he about did, it. He was honest about it. Exactly. Why? Straightforward. He wasn't straight, loyal. Straightforward titty guy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't loyal, but he was honest. Why do you have, don't you have big titties? <laughs> Your sister, huge melons, you, no titty. <laughs> you know, and, but the, the problem is, I, I'm assuming the woman on the receiving end of this call has her whole life had some kind of titty envy mm. over the big tittiness going Venus on. envy. That was what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hack alert. <laughs> But yeah, is but you know, so yeah. Do, do have you guys ever left like a crazy drunk, like drunk dial? Like I've never. I don't think I've ever been uh, drunk dialed by Buck. I don't think he was drunk. But you know, I, I don't. I don't. I've never really received a drunk dial from you guys. I mean, you guys. I might have called you at some point. You've been inebriated. Like huh? Yeah. But you didn't like make some weird call like. Why don't you have titties? Or like, you know, like, just, I Todd, we need to talk. Yeah. You know? No, never done that. Yeah, you know, uh, I've definitely never left, well, no, that's not true. I have left a couple of obnoxious drunk messages. Uh, but yeah, that's not something I normally do. I don't go, if I drunk dial and I don't pick up, you know, like if someone's not there on the other side, I'm not going to fucking hang out with a fucking voicemail box. I'm going to move on and drunk dial some other asshole. Yeah, you know, th- there is something good about the drunk dial though like my relationship with my um, woman was cemented <laughs> we broke up in like 2005 early 2005 uh, maybe late 2004 we got back in late 2006 after I repeatedly drunk dialed her I was uh, drunk dialing Sarah uh, at night uh, leaving a party by Leo Canone as the film freak 2.30 in the morning hey Sarah it's Todd let's see how you doing this how you feeling and your sister. <laughs> she got some big ass titties. Did that actually happen? I didn't say that. I did, did drunk dial her, and then she would call me the next day, which is good. She'd call me back and be like, You gotta quit that, Todd. <laughs> you gotta stop calling me drunk. If you wanna talk to me, that's fine. But uh, not at 2.30 in the morning, leaving a party in Santa Monica. 
Well, I, I mean, like, if you're calling a lady, is I don't know if that's so much as drunk dialing as uh, booty calling. I don't know. She was in Orange County, and I was in Santa Monica. I, I think I was just... I just I, but, I, okay, okay, okay. So if it wasn't booty calling, I would put it at this line. So if she said yes to the booty call part, would you say no? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know where the line was at that point. I was just trying to reestablish a relationship. <laughs> But uh, didn't didn't feel That's the very need. Sweet. To, didn't feel the need to do it sober. So uh, yeah, that was our uh, booty call. Real quick, speaking of booty call, drunk drunk down. Speaking of booty calls, put on your silk stockings, open your decanter of cavassier, roll out the bearskin rug, and ignite your fireplace. It's time for the Far Out Forum. Real people, real stories, real sexy. Dear Far Out Forum, two of my friends and I played a funny but dirty trick on a mutual friend. Ooh, naughty, naughty. Ted participated in University of Michigan's intramural wrestling tournaments. Ooh. One night... (laughs) He and we were sitting around drinking, and we were talking about embarrassing situations. I'm sorry, this is from who? Uh, It's from Jared of University of Michigan. Uh, I'm glad you're Jared of Subway. Uh, Jared of University of Michigan. I'm I'm glad you're like cutting in on uh, the mood. I'm sorry, Uh, it was sexy. You're really, uh, yeah, you're really fucking cockblocking right here, man. You're supposed to be wingmanning. Turn that, turn that shit back up. I thought you said University of Mexican. <laughs> See, like, somebody order Mexican. <laughs> Clean up your speech. Sexified. Ted let on that he had a fear of getting hard during one of his matches. He'd seen one or two other participants sprout a little wood during matches, and it obviously made an impression. A bad one. With Ted. He was deathly afraid of getting hard during a wrestling match. My other two friends got hold of some Viagra. We waited until there was a Saturday morning match and snuck two crumbled up V-bombs into the protein shake. Ted guzzled every morning. I never heard dude (laughs) guzzling anything. (laughs) So they're spiking his shit with bag. Mm-hmm. A couple of hours later, we had front row seats, and when the wrestlers marched into the fire field house, marched into the fire. <laughs> well, fucking, I don't know what the hell a field house is. I don't wrestle. <laughs> mm, fair. Both seem confusing. Yes. <laughs> Did anybody get hit with a chair at this wrestling? <laughs> hit him right in the boner. Where was where was the Mean Gene Okerlund? Where was Macho Man Randy Savage? What happened? Oh, you know Mean Gene. He had the biggest cock I've ever seen. Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. We noted the outline of Ted's semi-rigid pecker. <laughs> Jesus! What the hell, dude? <laughs> what the hell, dude? Writes semi-rigid Pecker <laughs> under his singlet and waited well, for the singlet? action his, to commence. His, it's like a, it's like a one piece, but for uh, men who put on oil and roll around a mat. Very good. <laughs> About thirty seconds into the first match, 
Ted noticed his hard-on pressed against the back of his opponent and froze for a second. I like how he only froze for one second. That's all it took. Guy's fucking committed, giving the other guy the opportunity to flip and pin him. By that point, Ted's wood was sequoia size. <laughs> sequoia. sequoia size. When you go National Park while describing an erection, I'm declaring this a monument. <laughs> Let's go. So big it has government funding. Yes. I like that moment where you go. When you get you get a woman ready, Buck, you're like, I declare this a monument. Declare this a monument. His no. opponent muttered, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. But otherwise, tried to remain cool. <laughs> he, Ted, was, he was into it. Oh. <laughs> Ted's face was beat red. Mm. The match was called for the opponent, and Ted and the other guy both rose, shook hands, and hauled ass out of the room. Now, did they haul ass together? Yeah, why was the other guy hauling ass? <laughs> did he need to haul ass? <laughs> we later found him in the locker room, forcing his stubborn pecker into his boxers and then sweats for the half-mile walk back to our residence hall. Sweats tenting out ahead of him for some (laughs) final humiliation. Ted was so mad and embarrassed that none of us fessed up. We couldn't look at one another for fear of cracking up and then having Ted womp on us. Wow. Wow, that's an amazing... Well, usually it's about a sexual experience when we do the far-out form that happens... Um, um, amongst like you know you wouldn't believe it this happened to me but I, this is probably one of the greatest tricks one could pull no this this happened to me last Tuesday <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yes. yeah were, were you the uh, the dude with the national monument or? no I got V-bombed <laughs> I got v- luckily I you wear a luchador mask yeah. at your matches yes plus I I just rubbed one out that's all I did <laughs> just rubbed it out and then I came back and I rubbed out again but uh I don't know how we're supposed to help this dude. He just mailed I think us he just wanted to express himself. Or just tell us a story. Yeah, I yes. think the forum, forum, usually when we solicit it, we just want to hear people's stories. We no. want to know what's going on sexually with people. Now, and, that's the thing. Uh, this is college wrestling, high school wrestling. This seems kind of... Yeah, so it's University of Michigan, so... Kind of, that's college, high school, come on. <laughs> University! Again, again, I'm repeating the question. Oh, it's uh, middle school. <laughs> he had a middle school boner. <laughs> Rocking but, a good four I mean, and a half inches. <laughs> it seems kind of childish, you know, uh, 20 or their college kids to be embarrassed about boner. I mean, I'd just be like, yeah, look. But dude, if you were wearing a unitard and had a boner, if you're dressed like the fucking Millie Vanilli and you had a a rock hard boner. Yeah, it gets beyond that. You're rolling around on a mat with another dude. Well, I'm more thinking about the walk home. Like on the walk walk home, I would have been just like, yeah, I would have been with it. (laughs) <laughs> like, like you said with the tent out and shit, I would have been just like yeah whatever you're just cool. walking in front of a crowd of there's people there's no shame yeah. well that's terrible to know Buck thank you <laughs> no problem no problem and no. you're doing laundry in my laundry <laughs> <laughs> no you, you did have to change your pants to do this podcast Todd I will say that <laughs> no I was just trying to get someone more comfortable I work today but you know the inopportune boner can be a weird situation. It's like I, you know, I find that I get. Uh, we should do a podcast on that, a whole show together. No, shut up. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh, but- champagne glass just fell. Sorry. <laughs> so I mean, the inopportune boner can be a bad situation. Like I've, re- I've noticed recently, I've been taking 
like I, I drive to the train station, then go to work, and I, I take the green line in LA, which is really fast, gets me to work quick, and it's cheap, and I save gas. It's like five fucking dollars a gallon. And uh, I love riding the train, but the problem with that is that there's a rumbling that happens. <laughs> and it just get, gets it cooking. Well, yeah, like you'll be sitting there just on the train, and you're usually you're, you're, you're next to some, either if you're riding the green line, it's some guy from aerospace or some guy that lives in South Central. It's one of the two. It's either guys who work in Redondo mm. Beach or the guys who live in South Central. Or some guy from Aerosmith. No, no, like no, the drum, I, I, the drummer, yeah, no. The drummer's not. I don't think he's hanging on the green here. line. Yeah. No, the creepy bass player with the large head. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about the poodle hair haircut guy from Bon Jovi? Is he on there? No, no, that, no he's back in Jersey. I never seen that awesome. guy. Awesome. The other day, I was wondering on the green line. Just non sequitur. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I had a semi on the green line the other day, and I was thinking to myself, <laughs> I was like, hey, "Man, they must be giving discounts to people right now with Raiders head tattoos because everybody on the train." But um, no, I was. I, I did have a, a boner the other day because you get the rumbling of the train, and what happened? It vibrates the prostate, sure, and it stimulates like a mild erection. It's like a ball massage on that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a ball. Todd, I think you found your new sex toy. The train? The train. The train itself. I think it might be, uh, I think maybe it's the being in the public. Hey, y'all, I'm the conductor. Let's ride the train. Uh, uh. That's my B-52s. <laughs> no, I was wondering that what the fuck that was. No, that wasn't, was it? I'm gonna ride the train. <laughs> First time was better. But, but yeah, I mean, you you can get like inopportune erections and then you're sitting down and I'm, I'm listening to like a podcast, you know, it's like I'm sitting listening to Mark Maron. Wait, 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 wait. Is, that, is that it? Is uh, Mark Maron getting you hard? Maybe it's wow. not the public. Maybe it's... Uh, I think combo. Uh, you got like a, you got three things going that you don't know about? Kind of fantasizing. No, I'm just fantasizing about his podcast numbers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there. No, no, I'm not They're listening. so big. They're so big. <laughs> he's so number two on iTunes. Oh, my God. No, I didn't, no but Mark Maron, he's sitting there. He's like, you know. I don't understand this. I don't know what happened the other day. It's like, you know, I'm feeling really neurotic. I'm feeling really Jewish today. Like, my cats are all upset. And I've got, you know, I've got Bobby Lee coming in for an interview. And, like, I don't know what's going on, you know. Like, what am I going to do? Go to Australia? What if they don't want me back, you know? And that's Mark Marin. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, you, you do have a boner. And then what happens is you reach your stop. Like, it comes to Lakewood Boulevard. And it's time for me to get off. But, you know. You don't have a notebook to hold in front of it? No, Maybe all, a backpack. All I have is my iPhone, and it doesn't quite suffice for what I'm packing. Sure, it's a little too large. Yeah. <laughs> you would look, look, look awkward holding it there. It's just feels uncomfortable. Actually, the, the other day I was on the train and I was sitting next to this guy, and he had his iPhone, and so he was watching like videos on his iPhone. And he was sitting there, and I swear to God, I look, and he's watching a he no, he's watching a Shakira video. <laughs> now I'm an ass man. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" And I was, I found myself in the seat, kind of leaning over. Oh yeah, yeah, to like look because you see Shakira. Well, yeah, if Shakira. there's like some Shakira, like you know, you can see that out of your eye. You're gonna have to look. Like you can't. There's no choice. You can't not look. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, you know, like if your sister or if your girlfriend's whoa, sister whoa, whoa, had whoa, big whoa, titties, <laughs> girlfriend sister, girlfriend sister had big titties, <laughs> can't not look at those because uh, you're when you, they're slashing you. Yeah, I know. So I was just kind of, kind of like creep over and take a look at the Shakira video uh, with the guy, you know. And, and you know, there's lots of opportunities on public transportation for one to get erect. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's Apple. 
ample erection place. I mean, opportunities. Like that's said, the word you. Cho- that's what you're choosing on that one. <laughs> like I said, it's, it's like a ball, you know, massager. You're yeah. basically just along for the ride. Yeah, and then you got the visual stimulation with. Yes. And you have the audio uh, stimulation, apparently, of a neurotic man. Oh, listen to this. He's going yeah. three layers on this. This, this is like a You're inception. in public. The three layers. All right. What's the next layer? Uh, you know, there's, yeah. he saw Raiders. He yeah. saw some Raider shit. That's obviously. Yeah, that's going to give him a semi right yeah. there. Todd loves the Raiders. Come down to Dominic's artificial foliage warehouse. Are you too incompetent to care for one of the most basic forms of complex life? Forget about it. We got you covered with a vast selection of imitation plants. We offer a wide range of quality simulcrum vegetation from flowers to ferns with reasonable competitive prices on a budget. Not to worry. We got you covered with our economy line. That's Dominic's. Located... Just across from the docks, under the bridge, you take the second right, you go to the third door on your left. Now you're going to want to knock twice, not three times, because then they're going to know it's a different person coming there. Ask for Jerry. Remember that Jerry with a G, because they're going to ask you, and I know that's true. Now he's going to give you a little piece of paper. It's going to have a number on it. That's the amount of steps you're going to want to take west. Uh, after that, you're going to come to a small tree. Not the big tree. That's going to be right next to it. If you got into the big tree, you're probably going too far. Now, across the street from the big tree is a fire hydrant. Uh, that hydrant is going to have a hideaway stone uh, right next to it. And you're going to want to lift that up and move the small panel underneath to pick out the uh, little scroll. That little scroll is going to have the actual address. Now, you don't want to be uh, giving this out to anyone. That's actually a web address. It's not the uh, literal address. Uh, that's in Hong Kong. <laughs> One more little news story that... Uh happen across the far out news desk. Elliot, why don't why don't you read this? I found I found this news story and I found it amazing. Um yeah, what we'll the over here. You got a got a good voice on you. <clears throat> I mean, I mean don't think you're John Sowen, but I I KCRW.com. KCRA.com related to story. Lodi. Oh, you don't oh, read that part. You don't Lodi read that part. Police. Oh, Lodi. Lodi. <laughs> I, but that should be the name of a porn star, Lodi. Oh <laughs> uh, no, that's Lodi. that's that's uh, that's a that's a porn star no one would want to see or go to. She took the Lodi. Right. Like, no, no, Lodi is a very talented porn stress because she doesn't flinch at the load. <laughs> she, she takes it right on the cornea. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. I uh, I was thinking of uh, you know, there's a CCR song that mentions how terrible. It stuck would be, in yeah. Oh Lord! <laughs> uh, man arrested in Raiders jacket, g-string. Nice. Lodi man arrested makes mess in jail cell. Lodi, California. Lodi police arrested Sean Beatty, forty-two, at nine forty-one p.m. on Friday night after they said he was found under the influence of what would you guess? Buck, well, what would you guess someone was under the influence of? In Lodi. In Lodi. Um, PCP. Mm. No? No. Barbiturate? No. Uh, barbs. Who the fuck has barbs? Bar- yeah, I wish. I wish there was barbs still floating around. I don't uh, even know what those are. Yeah. It was like a drug some, in the 80s movies. Barbiturates? I think I have some cyclobenzapine in my <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I don't know. 
methamphetamines. Mm, oh, speed, meth. yeah. <laughs> Probably crest. Uh, officers responded to a call in the area of Beckman Road, where a man later identified as Beatty was found standing in the dirt next to the cemetery with a flashlight. Police said Beatty was wearing an Oakland Raiders jacket, a G-string, and a hair scrunchie around his genitals. Oh, that's a nice... Okay, so once again, what was this man's attire? Oakland Raiders jacket? Check. G-string? Check. And a hair scrunchie around his genitals. Oh, nice. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. But he was also wearing socks. Okay, that's a good outfit. Like, like running around in a thong with an Oakland Raider jacket on. Like, I wonder what color the thong was. If you, like... I, wait, wait, wait. I would assume it matched. I would assume it matched the jersey. Silver one? Yes, it was silver and black. That's what I'm seeing. <laughs> That's what I'm seeing in my mind's eye, Todd. I'm trying not to see anything in my mind's eye about <laughs> well, the story. You know, this guy might be vivid one imagination. Of, <laughs> this guy might be a season ticket holder in the black hole. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, he's normally the guy dresses a gorilla at the Oakland games. Uh, so my real question is. He has a scrunchie on his genitalia, but he's wearing a thong over it. Yeah, how does work that out? <laughs> so there's some uh, deep investigative uh, reporting going on. Was he, was he trying to give himself a self-castration? Because sometimes they do that, like where they try to, they, they put rubber bands, like sometimes Aye. there are... Sec- I, think, I think it's more of a cock ring kind of thing, Todd. Jeez, well, with that's- a scrunchie, that's a low-end thing. I'm saying, I'm saying this is self-castration. It's, it's, it's Lodi. I mean, it's, I'm sure there's not a lot of high-end going on in Lodi. This guy didn't real. this guy realized the Raiders didn't have a first-round <laughs> draft pick and decided to cut off his own balls. That's what but, happened. Maybe, yeah, I mean, is he upset about the season? Not happening? Yeah. Mm, that could be true. The Raiders finally have a chance to be good, and the, the, the NFL's like, we won't just won't have a season. <laughs> Officers said that he was very jittery, and his pupils were dilated. They took him into custody on suspicion of being under the influence. I do like the discretion of the police that they didn't ask about the scrunchie. They don't care. <laughs> that's not, that's <laughs> not important. That's not their business. Sorry, I just felt need some jazz music for this. <laughs> that's no. That's none of your business. Police said once at jail, Beatty proceeded to smear his feces on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely an Oakland Raider fan. Now, I'm sitting here in this wonderful jail cell. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm just wondering, how can I smear my feces? Jazzy Todd, everyone. All right. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out podcast today. I'd like to thank Buck Perez for showing up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank Elliot Dagan. I'm still here. And now let's hear a little bit of Thelonious Monk. <laughs> Thank you.